There's one. Set for stun. Three guys sitting in a dark room that smells like bad cucumbers. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Inconceivable! Now featuring 11. 11 listeners. This is a This is the unique peak. And welcome to another edition of 50 Days of Dragon Con with Lee. This is Lee only today because John has to do something. But 50 Days of Dragon Con, you know what we are? We are the podcast that moves forward no matter what real life throws at us. Um, and we support each other through it. So yay, thanks a lot. Um, we are going to be talking to some people who do tarot readings for free at DragonCon. I just want to say this before we get started, because I don't want to hear boom, 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 or anything like that. I just want to let y'all know, whether you believe or not in anything is your belief. Might not be my belief, might not be the person sitting next to me, which right now is my dog. But it is your belief. And we're not going to have people being mean. So your comments and things like that need to be good. Whether you believe in divination or not, it's interesting to a lot of people. We want to make sure people know about it. And, you know, hey, it's Dragon Con. Maybe you're stuck in the Sheraton one day and you want to see what the hell's going on. This is the cool thing. I also know one of our guests, and we will talk to her, is going to be doing some other panels as well. So. Uh, with further ado, I want to add Amy Ravenson and Estelle Estelle Faust. Faust, like, like do Faust? Oh, just like the awesome. So we're doing that. And hi, Sarah Rose, who's on the uh, is actually one of the people watching us in the background. So yay, hi, hi Sarah. Rose. We're not going to be playing a game, but thanks for being up so freaking early, girl. Um, <laughs> and thanks Estelle for being up. We all want to show you. We're do, we're we're recording this and we're going to put it on at a point later we don't know yet. But all of us, let's hold them up. Have our caffeine yep, caffeinated drinks because we're doing this in the morning. Uh, Estelle and I both like the either fizzy or cold. And Amy, well, Amy, I think that's a cold, iced coffee. Iced but coffee. Yep. coffee. So Highly we're all very iced coffee. coffee. Yeah, we believe in the power of caffeine, folks. Yep. Yeah, that's what gets us through. <laughs> you didn't see this if you're listening, but Estelle just made, you know, prayer pants because, yes, yeah, we will. We, we, we are at the altar. We are at the altar. Caffeine. All right, Absolutely. caffeine. So thank you guys so much for being on here. Uh, no, thank y'all for being on here. I'm really working on that. I, just an aside, because everybody knows this does this. I worked really hard to get y'all out of my vocabulary. Me too. Because Right. People kept yeah. saying, oh, that's just, you, 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 it's not right. You shouldn't right. use it. And I was like, right. all right. I have so then I was like, degree, so when people sass me, I'm just like, I know better than you. Yeah. <laughs> I can say what I want. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'll say what I want. Yeah. Right. And so, but my family um, was mostly raised in Pennsylvania and they had used guys all the time. Yeah. And you guys was what I kind of grew up with and everything else. So I got into that one when I was talking to people like this. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going back to y'all. Yeah. It's more inclusive. I like gender it. Gender neutral. And yeah. Gender neutral. I just yeah. like it. So hi, y'all. And hi, I'm really working on it. Yeah. 
So yeah, thank y'all for being here. But now tell me a little bit about uh, divination. You have both a Facebook group, which we'll talk about, but let's talk about divination at Dragon Con. What exactly happens? Uh, how did divination even start being a thing at Dragon Con? Um, Amy, I think you were there at the first. Yeah, actually, the ex extract director, prior um, prior yeah. extract uh -huh. director, um, came to me and said that uh, she might want to do tarot readings at Dragon Con, and I thought it sounded really weird. I was like, I don't, I don't know how that's going to go. This is, you know, this is a con for geeks. I don't know um, if they're going to be into it, and people were into it. And we had hundreds <laughs> yes. of people like yeah. descend upon us. And yeah. Um, Oops. so, yeah, we've been doing it for what, about five years now? At um, least. Yeah. yeah before pre-COVID. Pre yeah. Yeah. Definitely pre-COVID. Well, pre-COVID. Yeah. yeah. There's before COVID and after COVID. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And it's been the most fun. It's the thing that I look forward to at Dragon Con more than anything else. Um, it's pure chaos in the best way possible. Hey, so, all of Dragon Con in a way is controlled chaos, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. It, there you is go. It control, it's absolutely. A, is it, it controlled? Oh. To be controlled. <laughs> Dragon Con goes forward no matter what. Yep. Right. There you go. So absolutely. that would be, I would say, controlled with quotes around the word. Absolutely. Um, but okay, so that's how this started. And you were invited because the prior director knew you and knew mm -hmm. you read tarot. Yes. Yes. Um, how many people were there? How many readers were there at like our first couple of sessions? Do you remember? I think we had maybe three or four, mm -hmm. but it's, it's kind of weird every year people have come and people have gone. So like right. we, we have stayed around like this year we have four definitely showing mm -hmm. up people and we have two maybes. So it, it always kind of stays around that number um, mm -hmm. because, you know, people have other things to do and, and other obligations. Um, right. So, yeah. So it's, it's stayed about that number. Okay. That's cool. And Estelle, how did you get involved in the, this part, this diviners part of Dragon Con? Um, well, I, I, no, no, Estelle. Year. No, oh, I was talking sorry. to Estelle. Let me get to Estelle <laughs> and then I'm going back to you, Amy. I'm sorry. Estelle, yeah, so no Amy, Amy kind of talked about how it got started, but how did you find it? I've been a lifelong tarot reader. I've, I've been reading tarot since Ooh. I was an actual, like before I could read the words on the cards. And and uh, oh, wow. I'm kind of well known for being super into it. So when my friends found out that it felt before me that it was a thing, they were like, hey, did you know this is going on? I was like, no. And I wasn't thinking like I should go get my cards read. I was like, I wonder if they're looking for people to read because I don't, um, you know, I, I would rather help than be like somebody who like is, uh, a seeker of, of divination. Um, and I literally went on Facebook awesome. and I typed out, like, I was like doing a search. It was a little, I, hopefully not creepy. And I, cause I was thinking like, please don't be creepy. Please don't be creepy. Please don't be. And I, I found Joe, I found a post. It was public where he posted like, we are looking for volunteers. And I sent him a message like, Hey, so this is weird. And you don't know me, but I've been doing this my whole life. And you think maybe you could, uh, do you need more people? And he was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. 
We and always want I, more readers. We always want more readers. Yes. yes. And Joe is Amy's husband yeah. who helps uh, with the line at the actual panels. And Amy, how would we know Joe is your husband? <laughs> Joe is the big guy with a cowboy hat. Okay. Um, and he's the guy who is directing traffic and uh, calling out the names on the list. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now let's talk about Amy. How did you get involved in keeping this going and, and growing it to the point where we have it now? Um, well, I just, I loved it. And I um, wanted to be involved as much as possible. And so I kind of ended up just naturally becoming the, the liaison between, mm -hmm. you know, the, our group and the, the, track director mm -hmm. and um so i've been there every year except for one mm -hmm. and um i've kind of gathered people together and i try to get you know a, a count on who's going to be there and and who's going to be reading what and that sort of thing so it just kind of naturally evolved okay you know and and it's kind of interesting because estelle you said i wanted i just saw something going on and i wanted to help it's really funny because I think that's how every person who ever gets in the backstage helping part of even doing panels, even being a, a member of a panel. Um, so it's very, very interesting. Um, and it just I love how you said that because I I wanted to kind of, you know, I, I want to help. help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I went my first year was 1996 and X track was brand new and there was a lot of weird stuff going on. And I just was like, well, next year I'll help. And da -da, then I became a volunteer. Um, <laughs> which, yeah, that's how it happens. You get sucked in. Happens. Yeah, you get sucked in people. Yeah. And it's, it's I always say it's and it's great. And it's yeah. always like I always think of um, <laughs> I always think of Al Pacino in The Godfather 3. I keep trying to get out, but they suck me back in, you know, and I always think that's funny, but I like being there. I enjoy being there. Um, I think it's really fun and this is great. And I, that's why I love something like this. This is a little bit different. This is something you'll only see at Dragon Con. So Amy, I'm going to start with you and then I'm going to go to Estelle, but sure. Amy, how would people like find this is, are, are you, what's going on with that? How do you find it? How do you sign up for this? Um, the best way is to, I would say, to get in touch with me um, okay. because I'm the one who kind of like tries to organize everything. Um, and to do that, I'm Amy Ravenson on mm -hmm. Facebook, which is, you know, spelled on the screen here. Um, or just amyravenson at gmail.com. Okay. Send me a message. And again, we want more readers. We love more readers. And you mm -hmm. don't even have to read tarot. It can be runes. It can be palms. It can be oracle cards. Yeah. Um, I've got a charm casting set I'm working on. Right. Like, and yeah, that's anything. Because I love that because um, there are many different types of divination and they yes. may be in the room. Yes, um, absolutely. And Estelle, about you, do you only do tarot? I know Amy is working on casting and I think you've also done some palm reading or oracle reading. I can't um, remember. I, I also dabble in runes a little bit and oh, definitely okay. oracle cards. So. And definitely. Or that's, yeah. I knew I, I knew I'd heard that. <laughs> Yeah. And so yeah. Estelle, are you totally tarot or do you branch a little? I do, um, especially when I read at the panel, I do Oracle and tarot. I have a cute little charm set that's an Oracle set that I'll pull them one charm. Aww. And then I Very do cool. um, a three card uh, reading from a traditional tarot deck, but I do do Oracles and tarot. It's funny because I'm a Norse uh, pagan. So it's like, I should oh. do runes, but I don't because I'm really comfortable with tarot. And it's like, why fix yeah. it if it's not broken? 
(laughs) But a lot of people are surprised I don't do runes. (laughs) And I got to tell you, all I know about runes, I learned from Harry Potter fan fiction and talking (laughs) to Amy. So when you said Norse, I went Elder Frithark. Awesome. And I'm probably mispronouncing it. But I was like, thank you, Harry Potter fan fiction. Yeah, that sounds right. That there we go. Um, and I don't know anything other than that, but I was like so excited I knew something. Now, the next and again, if you're a reader, contact Amy. Yes. And it's Amy Ravenson and uh her name be in the right in the in the write-up and on Facebook, and it's Amy Ravenson, no spaces, nothing else at gmail.com. Yes, this will all be in our little write-up of the uh podcast, but I wanted to do that and Estelle. Um, we'll put your information on in a minute uh, so that we can make sure we get all of that. Um, now, the question I have is, Amy, how if somebody wants to sign up to have a reading? Yes. Um, in many years, it's just been come first come first serve. How is how are y'all doing it now? Because you keep adding new stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we actually do have a sign up list this year. Mm-hmm. And that should be available around August 28th. Okay. Um, hopefully on the day, but it's, you know, right before Dragon Con. So, you know. It's Dragon Con, folks. Let's, you know, give her a day on yeah. plus, and, plus and minus. Yep. Exactly. Right. Um, and that list will be available on the app. Uh, oh, there wow. Will be a link on, on the, um, the actual listing for the event itself. Okay. And also on the X-Track Facebook group. And that one's really, that's really easy to find y'all. Yeah. DragonCon underscore extract, if I am correct, but it might be extract underscore DragonCon. Don't know. Put extract, all one word in a Facebook and it'll, you'll find it. It's so awesome. And now Estelle, I'm going to go to you on this one. How many people did, um, you were involved last year, am I correct? Yes. Okay. So how many people on average Per panel, because it's the panel time that you're doing this. Did you read? Oh, it's hard to say because it all kind of goes by in a blur. We try <laughs> to be, there's, we try to find a, a middle ground between like, you know, being so quick that you're just dismissing someone and not really, you know, giving them a lot of information mm-hmm. and taking too long to where that you're not giving as many people an opportunity. I want right. to say probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like, between 10 and 15 sounds about right. I do try to keep mine short. Like I'll give them the charm and then the three cards and then maybe a fourth if something upsetting came up and they're like, oh my gosh, like, could you elaborate on that a little bit? And maybe I'll give them one more, but yeah, yeah, about about 10 and 15, I would say roughly. 10 to 15. Okay. And Amy, um, in the past, you've done a history of tarot. Yes. Um, are you doing that again? Or are you doing anything related to that? Either one of you, I'm sorry, Estelle, you as well. You're doing anything about divination as an actual informational session more than. I'm not doing a panel on tarot this year, um, mm-hmm. but I am, I think, yes, going to right. be in two panels on uh, Victorian spiritualism. Oh, very cool. So very I'm cool. really excited about that. That's something that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, passionate about now um, that I've been learning a lot. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting. So. Okay. And Estelle, how about you? Any other panels you think you might be on or? Uh, no, I'm technically just a volunteer for the tarot panel because I'm not like actually like a guest, like I have to pay right, for my pass yeah. and everything, but I've thought yeah. about 
applying to be a part of the extract officially just to see if they could use me for anything else um i would definitely be open to it i'm very excited but that would probably be a next year thing because sh that ship has sailed for 2023 but okay. in the future it would be something i'm interested in pursuing estelle i'm gonna let you know to talk to deb or jenny with extract because they'd love to chat with you about potential panels yeah they would love it um yeah. so that's really good because that's kind of amy i mean that's how we got started with the history of tarot. People ask, yeah. what do you, how do we do this and all of that? And that's actually a question I have from Sarah Rose on the chat, which is, do, how do you find someone who teaches or helps people learn this, this skill? Um, and it's a skill and it's a, it's a, well, is it a skill or is it a, innate or what are your opinions well, on that? It's like, both. It's like drawing, yeah. you know, like, you can have mm -hmm. natural talent, but it can always benefit from from some training Practice. and practicing, and yeah, and I there think it's go. a mixture of the two. Yeah, I think I that's what I was trying to get to, but I wanted to make sure that I wasn't stepping on your toes about like that. So, but the question we have is, do you know anyone who teaches? Because she has she has a Magyar Kartya deck that's been in her family for generations. Oh, wow. Um, so how do people find someone who helps learn about this and, and can help them build their skills when they have that innate ability? In all honesty, I don't have any good resources for that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you can always go to YouTube. You know, you can right. learn everything. Always, on YouTube. yeah. YouTube um, is the best. <laughs> yeah, or like I would suggest that uh, she contact her local metaphysical store. And see oh. if there's a reader who, and mm -hmm. you want a reader who's been reading for a long time. You don't want to read from somebody or learn from somebody who's been reading for three years. Right. Um, and see if there are like any classes or anything along those lines. Mm -hmm. um, I would think that would be your best bet. Estelle, do you have any better ideas? Um, I actually put several videos on YouTube about that. Um, I was going to do a whole series, but my channel didn't really do well. And I was like, eh, nobody's <laughs> watching. But I do have an introduction that's like really oh, ground level awesome. stuff. My YouTube channel is Faust's signature. Like Faust is in Dr. Faust, like from the book, Faust's signature, because that's the whole like the Faustian bargain, sign your name of blood, that whole, you know. Uh, yeah, right. that, I love that story, if you can't tell. Uh, it's so, a great story, but don't do that. That's a bad thing to do. The bargain bad thing to doesn't do. work. Yeah. Not it's a good precedent. Just, just it's purely entertainment, not inspirational. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, my, the, yeah, I have a YouTube channel called Faust Signature, and I did a couple of videos before I gave up. And if there was ever interested in me doing more, but also, um, uh, I, I do teach because I've, it's something I've been doing my whole life. So yeah, if, oh. if she is interested in that, um, I would invite her to contact me because that, um, you know, I do that. And that's great. And Estelle, I'm going to have you type, um, if you can see the comment section, I'm going to have you type your YouTube channel. And for those listening, we will, this comment should show up still on the YouTube channel, but also we will make sure that we put Estelle's YouTube in there. And we're going to get all this stuff from them because we love helping people promote what's going on. Um, yeah. I think promoting this is often how you find people that are interested, people that, people that are worried sometimes. I mean, I'll, I'll be very honest. I'm going to tell yeah. y'all a story. And people told me I was crazy, my friends, until I talked to my family about it. 
Um, my grandfather died many, 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 many years ago. And before my husband and I were married, we were sleeping together in what was his old room. And I was woken up in the middle of the night. Uh, I was shaken. I, I mean, I was like woken up and I woke up and I looked and it was my grandfather. And he, you could just tell from his face, he was furious. Wow. Um, my grandfather was a lapsed Catholic. Uh, and so there was all of that. And I woke up, I screamed. I woke up my husband. I made him look up, turn on the lights, look all around the room. There's no grandfather. I'm good. And I kept that story quiet for years. And then my mother was talking one day at Christmas and somebody said something about, you know, oh, he would have loved this. And she goes, well, he comes around and visits me all the time. And I went, what? Yeah. So he visited our family, all of the daughters, um, and he talked to them. Me, he just was mad at. I'm his granddaughter and named uh -huh. after. Hey, he was just mad at me. So I think that's a good thing because when you find people who you can talk to about this, no matter which side of the divide of belief or not belief you're on, it really, really can help you. And I don't know if y'all have stories like that, but if you do, I mean, how did you guys get into this? How did it start for you? I'm going to start with you, Estelle, and then we'll go to Amy. Um, my story is actually really interesting. Apparently, when I was too young to read, I mean, young, young, I think maybe like three or four, I was with mm -hmm. my mother at the local flea market and, um, there was a tarot deck at that I still have um, to this day. There was a tarot deck at a stall that someone was selling. And me being this child, having no idea what it was, I lost it. I was like, I want this. I don't want anything else. Please buy me this. I would not stop badgering her until she got it for me. And then she started teaching it to me because, um, you know, she was open to that kind of stuff. And, and she wasn't really a practitioner herself, but she didn't really see a problem with it. So uh, right. she kind of was showing me the pictures and I started learning like what they meant. And I, every day I would like do a little reading and I'd, I'd need her help, you know, to tell me, what does this mean? What does that mean? Oh my gosh, that's so cool. But yeah, I was a creepy little kid who was like, I wanted, I want the fortune telling deck, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been, I've been that way ever since. Mommy, for Christmas, what I want is a scare. Uh, I'm sorry. I want an orb. I want an yeah. orb for Christmas, mom. Can I have an orb so I can? Sorry. No, and I just have to tell y'all, Estelle has the uh, Netflix show Wednesday's background, I think. Is that oh, that or is it the, Dr. Strange? This is the Sanctum Centaurum, Dr. Strange. Ah, it's the yeah. Sanctum. Okay. But well, I could tell the window was all cut up and I was like, kind of looks like Wednesday. Kinda. Yeah. So, I yes, you have the Dr. Strange one, which is such a cool window. Magical window. Um. <laughs> And so, Amy, how about you? How'd you get started? Um, my story is similar. Uh, I was 12 and I had heard about tarot. I was fascinated with it. And I got my father mm -hmm. to buy me my first tarot deck when I was 12. Ooh. So um, I got him down to this bookstore called The Sphinx in Midtown Atlanta. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know it was, if it's still there or not. No, it's not. It's, it's not. not but it was so. like yeah. an old school metaphysical store. Uh, it smelled like incense, like Nag Champa. It was brilliant. <laughs> I loved that place. And um, he got me the uh, Tarot of the Rosy Cross or the Rosicrucian Tarot. I've got it. I still have it, um, mm -hmm. but I don't remember what it's called. Um, and it is the worst deck to learn on. It's <laughs> terrible. So oh, I would no. have to go and look through the book, but I, I spent so many hours giving readings and looking through that book. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I've just always had a tarot deck nearby. 
So I've just always been reading. Mm-hmm. And that was that was 1987. 1987. <laughs> so, wow. And yeah. So Estelle, you were on time. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna feel old right now. But <laughs> Estelle, you said you were like three or four. So what year was that? When you start, uh, when you knew I, something assuming was going I was on. four, that would be nineteen ninety, because I was born in eighty. Nineteen ninety. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He says, um, no. <laughs> so we've we've got a lot of years between us. So we've got a lot of readings from people who who, you know, are experienced. So you're very yes. Yeah. And I think that's important too, because you also have some people who will be joining you, as you said. Mm-hmm. You've got four definitely and two that might be there, yeah. might not be, might be at certain ones and not. So, hey. There yeah, you go. And, and I just want to say that's not to say that, um, you know, people who are new are not welcome because you are absolutely right. welcome. Even if you have to look things up in the book, please come and read for us. That's that's still great because you are getting experience and you're mm-hmm. learning and mm-hmm. um, people are still getting good, good readings. So, right. yeah, come and come and read for us. Please, that, I, please. <laughs> please. Um, I'm going to help you with that. Please, uh, yeah. Amy Ravenson, because <laughs> I got her started in this, folks. I was the oldest yeah. like, director. Yeah. I'm the one that begged and yeah. she got into it. Yeah, all um, of this is, is due to you and, and all, we yeah, all appreciate I, it. So. Well, I appreciate it, too, because I, I kind of love that I get friends yeah. that enjoy Dragon Con. I yeah. share the joy of Dragon Con yeah, all absolutely. the time. Um, but I kind of love that. So I like that story. And I think I remember the Phoenix mm-hmm. um, because in 84, I got to Atlanta in 88. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was still around until about 91. Yeah. So this, it, was a little the Sphinx. it was yeah. right over by Ansley Mall. Yep. yep. And that's where we spent a lot of time because yeah. my husband was at Georgia Tech. And yeah, I remember going in there going, I don't know what this place is, but yeah. And I remember that smell. I yeah. still to this day. And it was dusty. Everything was, was dusty. It oh, was, it was like, yeah, I think my husband had to leave because it was so dusty. He was sneezing yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, but for those who want something new in their metaphysical store in Atlanta, there's one, uh, the Phoenix and Dragon. The Phoenix and Dragon. I want to say the Phoenix yeah. and Eagle, and I knew that was wrong. Yeah. The Phoenix and Dragon in Atlanta, there are probably many more, but I yeah. do know um, the Phoenix and Dragon does it's a great store. It does not, it is not dusty. It has lots of different stuff and it's not all, I mean, it's, it's, it's a metaphysical store, but there are people like if you, if I took my mother there, she would find stuff to do. Yeah. Not knowing that it's a metaphysical store. She'd figure it out after she looked at some books, but for then right now, she'd be like, Oh, this is all good. Yeah. So yeah, the Phoenix and Dragon, there may be many, many more. Um, Estelle, I know you're not from Atlanta. Uh, if you want to give your major city near us and like a bookstore you would recommend, a metaphysical store. I live in uh, coastal Alabama, so not a whole lot going on here, but uh, my go-to <laughs> hotspot for cool metaphysical stores is New Orleans, which is just um, mm. a quick two-hour drive west. Oh. Um, and oh. I highly recommend, there's so many places there that I love, gosh. Um, um, Hex and Omen are like the big two, but they're kind of like... Uh, um, I mean, they're okay, but they're very like touristy and, and commercialized. Um, uh, let me come back to that because I can't seem to call the names of my. No, favorite. that's fine. I didn't mean to put you on the a spot. Great jobs in New Orleans, I will say. There's New Orleans is a mixed bag. If you're curious about the metaphysical shops there, I would definitely go with someone who's been who can tell you which ones are sort of just like the uh, the touristy ones and which ones are mm-hmm. actually um, uh, and- worth visiting. 
And Marie Laveau's on uh, the street on Bourbon um, is a great place touristy rise. I, I don't know how much they do otherwise, but it is a great touristy destination. You get to find some stuff. And I've actually bought a few books there and they're really actually good books. They're not bad books. Um, but it's a very different vibe, let's say. Yeah. I mean, it's for the tourists and it's great. And it's, and they give you the whole story about Madame Laveau and it's, oh my God, so cool. Um, so that's great. Now, one of the things I want to talk about is, um, so you got the sign up list mm -hmm. and how, again, we're talking about controlled chaos. How in the world does this go on? You, I don't know how many people will sign up for a given time, but how do you get them? Like, how do you herd the cats? Not that anybody here is a cat. How do you <laughs> maintain line control? Um, we are so fortunate that we have had some great volunteers. Awesome. Um, my husband, Joe, is one of them. Big guy in the cowboy hat. Um, we've had Chris in years past. I don't know if he's going to be volunteering this year. Um, but we always have people who guide people in, have them mm -hmm. sit down. Mm -hmm. If they're on the list, they'll call their names off the list. And, um, really, I just want to say thank you to them because they're amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, they really help us out. We couldn't do what we do if, if it wasn't for them. Okay. That's so, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. You can't. None of Dragon Con goes on yes. without all of the wonderful volunteers. Um, yeah, and a lot of people don't get that. Um, Dragon Con is 99% run by volunteers. The people yeah. you see there, all of them, from the person at registration all the way up to probably people you see talking on stage, other than the, you know, the invited guests, they're yeah. all volunteers. Dragon yeah. Con has a very, very small administrative staff. It uh, so runs on a shoestring administratively. And yeah. that's because this was created by the fans for mm -hmm. the fans, which we have fans here. And, and, and that's, that's what makes it wonderful. I'm sorry, say that again. Uh, that's what makes it great. Mm -hmm. It's people who truly love what they're doing. We're not here because it's our job. We're mm -hmm. here. We are passionate about the things that we do. Right. Or to no, promote yeah. a movie or like it's a big commercial thing like at San right. Diego Comic Con. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dragon Con is not a media con. Dragon Con right. is a fan con. And yeah. I think that's really important. And that's very different. And I've gone on my West Coast Con rant about media cons versus that. Media cons yeah. are there for a specific reason. I think that's great. Dragon Con, it's not it's that. Party. It's, yeah, party. it's a party and it's a family. It yeah. is. A huge family. It's my family reunion every year. Every yes. person I see, I am so happy to see them. Uh, hopefully this year we're all going to feel comfortable enough to hug again. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, at least we'll like do the good fist bump, arm bump. Um, yeah. And I think that's wonderful. I think yeah. it's one of those things. Um, so talking about Dragon Con and the volunteers and everything else. Do y'all have a favorite Dragon Con memory or something that you just remember from Dragon Con going, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, Amy, you're smiling, so I think yeah. you have one. Let me give you first, and then I'll go to Estelle. Give her a second since I put her on the spot already. Well, I don't know if I should say this. Um, uh -oh. My favorite oh, memory think? is when my mm -hmm. husband and I got married at Dragon Con. Yeah. Um, when we got married by a very dear friend who was kind enough to get ordained so that she could marry us. And we kind of... Um, found an area that was not busy at the time and mm -hmm. just did it quietly, but with uh, a bunch of our friends and had a big cake and had mead. Um, mm -hmm. And 
it was brilliant because all of our friends were in town uh, from yeah. all over the place. And we had so many people there that would not have been able to come to our wedding otherwise. And I'm getting a little bit misty. Oh, which actually I got misty then because I uh, just bawled in front of everybody. It was totally embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my best memory. That was, yeah. that was, so every year we celebrate Dragon Con as our anniversary. Um, awesome. So yeah. That's awesome. And just FYI, if you do want to get married at Dragon Con, this had to be taken to a site that was not yeah. Dragon Con related. If you yeah. want to get married at Dragon Con in one of the hotels, that's between you and the hotel. Yeah. Don't think anybody else can walk up to somebody and say, hey, we want to get married. No, that yeah. is between you and the hotel. And yeah, that is going to find a place to be out of the way and out right. of out of. Yeah, absolutely. you got to be off. You got to be off of official areas. And, you know, and I think it's good. I, I, I think about like if I ever wanted to have a big anniversary party for myself, I'd have to do it like Dragon Con weekend yeah. somewhere downtown yeah. because I've been married 30 plus years. If I ever wanted to do a big one, it would have to be during Dragon Con because all my friends are yes. would be in town and I don't want to make them yeah. Yeah. yeah, and everybody's happy and yeah, the, yeah. the vibe is great. It's perfect. It is yeah. a great vibe. Everybody's yeah. already happy. Yes. They might be tired, but they're already happy and that's always yes. a good thing. Absolutely. And so Estelle, how about you? Uh, favorite Dragon Con memory? Um, I definitely can't follow that, but <laughs> um, no, I will say I had a really fun memory of um, getting off of an elevator and almost literally bumping into Peter Mayhew. I'm I'm a oh, very tall okay. person, and having someone then came look at me like, "Oh, you're tall." <laughs> I was like, "You're tall too." Okay. Oh yeah, I'm six feet tall. Um, and oh, I, wow. I usually wear boots, so that's just even worse. Um, but, and then other than that, it's either been reception, fun receptions to my cosplay. Like um, I cosplay as Loki and uh, in multiple different iterations of that. And um, in my classic like dark rain Loki costume, I had a little Ooh. boy in a Thor costume come up to me and shake his hammer. Oh. And I was like, this is so Aww. cute. So I act, I pretended like I was being attacked and I was like, Oh no, you know, and the mom was right. just uh, over the moon and they took pictures and that was so, so cute. Oh, that's um, awesome. And, and you then, made, and you made a kid's memory. Awesome. So yeah. Yeah. I thought I was like, yeah. this is just the best. I, <laughs> I love everything about this. And then actually last year at the tarot panel, I had um, someone I was reading for gave me a cross stitched uh, framed oh, already oh. art of the death card and from the tarot deck. And that's like one oh. of my most prized possessions now. It was so special to me that she yeah. did that. Oh, that's that right. I forgot so, about that. Yeah, that's wonderful. And we haven't said this. Is there a cost to have a reading? Because no. you just said somebody gave you this as a gift, but is there a cost? No, there's not. Um, some of us will put out a tip jar, and um, that's at your discretion. You do not have to pay at mm -hmm. all. It's free. Um, I take my tips and usually end up dumping them into the uh, charity mm -hmm. bucket um, and maybe save out some for lunch or something like right. that. Um, mm -hmm. But no, it's it's absolutely free. Come on down. Do not feel obligated to to spend any mm -hmm. money at all. Um, we're volunteers, right? Yes. And so yeah. again, this is going to be you. There's going to be links on the app and on the Extract Facebook page to sign up. Yes. If somebody can't find a time or or doesn't sign up, is there a possibility of you know uh, like a waiting list? I don't. But there's for a want possibility. Of a better term? Mm -hmm. um, there's a possibility. What we're doing this year 
is we've got our our allotted spaces and our allotted spaces mm-hmm. are going to be based on how many readers are certainly going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the walk-ins are for the maybe readers. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like definitely try to show up early if if you want to walk in, you may get a slot. And mm-hmm. we try to read for as many people as possible. We we definitely like I've stayed late a couple mm-hmm. times just to finish up some readings. Um, yeah, yeah so we can't it, always yeah. do that though because we have to clear out for for the next panel. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, and that's um, why it's a, that's why I keep calling it a panel because it is in that hour panel slot. Yes. This is a this is a panel period. Yes. So yeah. So yeah, so I mean, if you if you don't want to sign up on the list, you can try, but it's just it's just not guaranteed, right? So right. Yeah. Well, and I was more talking about people who may not be as involved and might not look at Facebook or Extract or whatever, or even the app until they get there. Um, you, and please don't ask me when the app's out. The apps the app will be out when the app is out, but it is usually about two weeks. Yeah, not ten days. I'm not two weeks. No. Before con, yeah, I, I I've already got enough caffeine in me right now. I don't need it, somebody to say drink, and I'm I'll, yeah. I'll tell you to drink, and I'll tell you what you got to drink, which is water because yeah. you got to hydrate and, it. And all I can say is that we've got two sessions. I don't know when. Okay, right, and, and, I, and that may change. Yeah. So yep. yeah, that's all I know. So there you go, there yeah. you go. Because you know, hey, it's Dragon Con, as we yeah. say, a panel isn't over until your butt is in the seat. It started. Right. And maybe even then something might happen. Right. I always like how a friend of mine puts it is that Dragon Con, a panel isn't over until Tuesday. A panel right. is in flux right. until Tuesday. So mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense to me too. So uh, we're kind of coming to the end. I really, really want to thank y'all both oh, for being you, on Lee. here. Um, this has been great. What we're trying to do right now with some of these that I'll be the only one on is give you a little bit of the flavor of Dragon Con in different ways. So if you are interested in your group or a group that does panels or somebody who maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what panel you might be on. I don't know what group you might be. I know there's a Dragon Con cigar group. I'm going to be talking to that guy. (laughs) So, and I like cigars Uh, occasionally, very, very occasionally, but I was able to travel to Amsterdam. I have a human door and I have things that are, awesome nice from amsterdam um and i mean from the amsterdam airport i.e cigars don't don't go anywhere else i know i left myself wide open (laughs) um so we want to hear from you um call us on our comment line this is uh the unique geek which is 813-321-0884 or email us and john and i both check the email for 50 days 50 days together at theuniquegeek.com. If you're curious about that, it usually is also right here where the podcast is listed. We will also uh, want to let y'all promote yourself one more time. So Mm -hmm. Amy, where can people find you find the dragon con diviners group and Mm -hmm. anything else and your YouTube or anything like that? Um, Well, my YouTube is several years old and there's nothing good on there anymore. Um, Okay. But uh, you actually, the best way to find me is amyravenson.com. That's my blog. Um, you can kind of reach me through Facebook or Gmail, Amy Ravenson. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got an Instagram. I don't use it anymore. Um, but yeah, I still write in the blog occasionally. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like if you're if you're curious about tarot, if you want to talk about tarot, if you love tarot, if you want to read for us, then mm -hmm. uh, get in touch. Excellent, excellent. And Estelle, I'm gonna let you do it, and you can spell them out as much as you need to, or whatever else. Um, my YouTube channel um, is Faust's Signature, so like F A U S T S S I G N A T U R E, like. Faust's possessive signatures. There's two S's there in the middle. Um, I used to have a website where I would do readings for people, but I kind of uh, got too busy to really keep up with it. So, uh, yeah, but I am also, if you search for Estelle Faust on Facebook, you, I'm sure I'll be the first result. Um, I would give you la my last name, uh, my my, because Faust is my middle name, but my last name is Greek. But if you see somebody Estelle Faust, Greek last name is starts with the G. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy way to find you. Yeah, there are only yeah. like three Bennett Connors, which is my last name, on Facebook. And I only say my last name because everybody already knows it. Um, there are only three of us. My husband, my child, and me. So, ha-ha, mm -hmm. you can find us. It's really kind of easy which one is Lee. Um, so that is great. But also, 50 Days uh, is also... Uh, the Unique Geek is what you need to look for on mm -hmm. Facebook. You can also search 50 days and like put it together, but that'll maybe take you a little weirdness. But yeah, the unique geek you can find perfectly. Yeah. Well, Estelle, for John, who is not here, for, no, sorry, let me do that again. For John, who couldn't be here today, and myself, I want to thank Amy and Estelle for taking time out of their lives to do this podcast. I think we've shared a lot of really fun information. You saw a little bit behind the scenes as we were getting ready uh, early in our first day. And oops. Um, but I really want to thank y'all. Thank you so much for being there. And as John says, peace. And as Lee says, This was a production of The Unique Geek. Call our comment line at 8133210TUG. That's 8133210884. Email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com or 50days at theuniquegeek.com. Follow The Unique Geek on Facebook and Twitter. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike License.